Welcome to Own It from Women Lead Change. I'm Mackenzie Calajuri, marketing coordinator and podcast producer. On today's episode, CEO and host Tiffany O'Donnell talks to Trisha Rivas, owner of Trixie's Salon and Spa, founder of the Dreamcatchers Foundation, and customer relations coordinator with the Small Business Development Center. Trisha has a fierce passion for counseling small businesses and nonprofits and connecting people and communities for the better good. She spends her free time with family and friends traveling, camping, going on road trips to small towns in Iowa, shopping local boutiques, and anything that includes food and good whiskey. Trisha Rivas, thank you so much for taking time to talk about how you own it with Women Lead Change. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, and I'm so happy that we finally get to chat. I know. Your legend precedes you, my friend, not only as um, a small business owner, but um, certainly as somebody who gives back in, in really, really interesting ways, which we'll get to in a little bit. I'd love for you just to tell our listeners who might not know you in the Des Moines area uh, what what you're all about what you do, how you got into it, and, and why you do it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So I am uh, the the mastermind and I guess the crazy person <laughs> as a small business owner of Trixie's Salon and Spa here in Des Moines. Uh, Trixie's originated 17 years ago on the south side of Des Moines. Uh, we've grown from one location to four. Um, started out with two employees, and now we have 18. Uh, so yeah, we we absolutely love the love the beauty industry and love to give back to the community. As I know, we're going to talk a little bit about um, in in our future conversation in the podcast. But then I'm also a uh, counselor for the Small Business Development Center. So that is another passion of mine is to. Uh, talk to salon owners about all the things that I have done wrong so they don't make the same mistakes I do. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said that. It tells me a lot about you as an authentic leader, by the way, that you're willing to say, I guess maybe I didn't get everything right. As a small business owner, you know, we hear a lot of times some of the biggest barriers to really stepping off that entrepreneurial ledge is, you know, the barriers yourself, you know, not the, the confidence uh, to, to go forward. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what pushed you over the edge into this realm now 17 years ago? Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, like, quite honestly, I was I was ready to move back to the, well, I was living on the south side, but I was working in Ankeny. And I was ready to um, work where I lived and open up a high-end Aveda salon on the south side of Des Moines, because at that time there there was uh, no Aveda salon or no higher end salon as far as what the services that we wanted to provide. And I, I knew that I wanted to do that, but I also knew that I couldn't just jump in head first. I needed to um, do a little bit of research. And so what was best for me is that I rented a chair for three and a half, four years and was an independent stylist before I opened up my first location and having employees. Um, I was at least smart on that, that I needed to um, do a little bit of research <laughs> and have, an ex- you know, have experience before, again, like I said, just, just jumping right in. And that's where I honestly fell in love with the SBDC, fell in love with DMAC um, because they offered uh, free counseling, um, business counseling to small business owners. Um, And, you know, 
I, I'm sure you know, starting out on your own is very expensive. And a lot of times the financials aren't there yet, but you need that extra help. You know, you need to have a good, a good accountant, a good attorney, good um, insurance, all of that stuff but it can be hard to do at first. We should mention that the SBDC, just for our listeners who may not know that, that's a small business development corp, uh, small business development corporation. So this really is a resource I know um, available in in all kinds of uh, metro areas. I know I'm in the Cedar Rapids area. There's one out of Kirkwood. You mentioned uh, Des Moines Area Community College, DNAC, you know, the, the SBA, Small Business Association, it sounds like there are these resources out there if we have the courage to make that call to do it. Are you, do you find, and I'm in the women's leadership space, so that's, I sort of view the world through that gender lens. And, you know, I hear as, as much as women are growing in this entrepreneurial space, oftentimes we are the ones that convince ourselves that we're not ready to do it. You know, what would you say to somebody who has a great idea and the feelings of not being ready, just hold them back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I, and I love that. You know, for me, honestly, I live my life with, if it's something that I really want to do, I don't want to be on my deathbed regretting that I didn't try it, honestly. Um, and so if it is something that you are very, very passionate about, um, surround yourself with people that believe in you. One, make sure that you have a mentor that can encourage you, that you can talk through your plan with, your business plan, um, your ideas. Um, But at the end of the day, you have to do it. You really do. You have to do it um, or you 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 will regret not trying it. And that's really when you lean on those experts like a small business development corporation or a small business association. It sounds like that's what you did. Yes, 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 yes. And um, that's what's great, you know, with in Des Moines, we have so many amazing small business owners that want to help. It truly in this um, city is about collaborating and not competing. I would not be where I am today with Trixie's. I would not even be working with the Small Business Development Center if I wouldn't have had those connections and people believed in me. So we are very, very fortunate because I know that that is not what it is like in other cities. Yes, for sure. It does seem like that entrepreneurial space is very willing. People are very willing to to step in and help one another. What was what was yeah. some of the most important advice you received starting off? That not everybody is going to like you and not everybody, <laughs> your business is not going to be for everybody. And that's okay. That can be really hard, can it? Oh, my goodness. It took me years, years and years to literally lean into that because, um, I I mean, I'm an Enneagram 2. I am type A. You know, I want to make everybody happy. I want everybody to like me. And that's not real life. And quite honestly, in a leadership role, if everyone likes you, you might be doing something wrong. (laughs) Interesting. Amen, sister. If it were that easy, everybody would do it, right? Exactly, exactly. And we have to be able to feel comfortable and courageous um, to speak about what it is that we believe in. And um, again, that's where it goes back to being a a good leader. And when you are a small business owner, you are a leader. It is. And you said you've got how many people working with you now? Eighteen. 18. Okay. To be around that long and to have, you know, that kind of longevity, 
um, no doubt. What are some things that you would do differently? Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, one, believe in myself. And what yeah. I mean by that, that um, I felt like I constantly had to be hiring people, coaches in, in, in general. And please know, I am all for coaches and for mentoring. But it would, it, I mean, it was, you know, $25,000, $30,000 I was spending on a year because I didn't believe in myself. I knew this stuff. I knew what procedures I needed to do, what systems I needed to have in place. I was teaching other people how to do it. I needed to believe in myself. That would be um, one of my biggest areas of opportunity that if I could take back, I would. I wouldn't say, you know, um, it's regretful because I learned a lot um, along the way. It's just an area of opportunity that I wish I could take back. <laughs> and that is so transferable, Tricia, honestly, regardless of whether you're an entrepreneur or, you know, working with other, you know, for another organization. Yeah. That is absolutely transferable to life. So thank you for sharing that, that bit of wisdom. Elevate the skills needed to thrive in today's dynamic business environment through Mount Mercy University's Master of Business Administration program. By enrolling, you are taking a pivotal step toward increasing your lifelong earning potential and advancing in leadership roles. Collaborate with expert professors, experience a modern curriculum, and graduate ready to elevate your career. Explore our program at mtmercy.edu slash MBA. I think the other thing that's, that's really incredible about what you've done, it's not just about um, your salon. You've, you've managed to make your salon uh, have a much bigger purpose. You want to talk a little bit about Dreamcatchers? Oh my gosh, yeah. So when we started Trixie's, honestly, it was never just been about hair. It has always been about people. It really has. And that is the core value of, of Trixie's and giving back. And as you guys know, too, how you feel when you're able to have some pampering. Um, you know, there's been times in my life where I've been at my lowest. And just to be able to go into the salon and have someone wash my hair see me and hear me um, just makes a world of difference. And that is what we are doing at Trixie's. And that's what we're doing at, you know, with Dreamcatchers. We provide free services to those that can't afford it. You know, we have a close partnership with um, Dorothy's House. Um, so those are women that um, are uh, overcoming sex trafficking. We provide haircuts, free haircuts down at the um, Empower Salon at John Sauter. So we're providing our gifts that we use with our hands to make other people feel good. Any takeaways from doing that work for so long? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And one day I will write a book. Um, I, I want I want to read that book. Come back on the Own It yeah. podcast when you have that book. But yeah, share <laughs> share one or two of those if you would. Yeah. So one of the stories, and this is when we first started doing catchers, is that we were at. And I'll tell you, talk about serendipity. It was at Wesley Acres where we actually have one of our salons now. So we provide um, services for um, the residents of that location. So we're working more with the um, retirement and elderly age, which we absolutely love. Um, we went there to go do a Dream Catchers event. So we were doing hair and makeup, and this gentleman brought down his wife. And um, she had had horrible stroke and could not talk. And one of the things that she had did for herself many, many years was go to the salon 
to get her hair done weekly. And so we did that for her. And as they were getting ready to leave, her husband came over and thanked us. He was crying. Then we started crying um, because he said that she had not literally smiled in months. And she was just grinning from ear to ear. It was absolutely magical. Oh, wow. And it is really something how that work on the exterior can do much, so much for for people on the inside. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are many industries that do that, but the beauty industry does it very, very, very well. We do. We do it very well. Let's talk a little bit about the, the beauty industry right now. You know, the, the Barbie movie is taking everybody by storm. And, um, you know, yes. I think there are those of us who grew up with Barbie, and I'll be perfectly honest and say, you know, I had zero interest initially to see this, to yep. see the movie. Now I can't wait yep. to see it after, you know, reading the America Ferrara monologue about the, just the sort of dichotomy about what we expect from women and what it's actually like to be a woman today. And so much of it is around appearance. Um, you know, what, what, do you, what are your thoughts on, on all of that, on, on beauty and women? And you've been doing this for a long time. Has, has our view of beauty, has the role of beauty changed um, it, it, or not? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I think even since COVID, beauty has changed. And, and um, you know, how we take care of ourselves, how during COVID, some of us didn't take care of ourselves. And getting out of that fog, you know, which I hope we are soon getting to, <laughs> um, how good we feel when we do take care of ourselves. Okay, what I mean by that is getting our hair done. If we want to get our nails done, um, if we want to just put on some lipstick, if we want to put on some mascara, and you know what, if we don't want to do any of that, because I know it sounds cliche, but beauty is such an inner thing. It really, really is. I mean, I don't know how many times I see women that you can tell that they are just radiating from the inside out with natural beauty. And that, to me, is the most beautiful thing to witness from a woman to woman. And that coming from you and, and your business means so much. I so appreciate that because I feel that I feel the same way. There's a, you know, confidence is, is the best beauty, you know, the best beauty agent. And um, I love that. I love that you see that. And that's, it's very true about COVID. I feel like a lot of us kind of, you know, put ourselves in, in that on the back burner. Are we back? I mean, do you see more people now is, what, what does it look like now post-COVID for you? Well, I'll tell you, I'll be quite honest. I had three gals out last week with COVID. So unfortunately, mm. it's still here. My daughter had it too. Yeah. It's back. Not Thankfully, not as horrible as it was before. But Yeah, exactly. And you know what? And I think it's here to stay. I do. I think it's here to stay. And, you know, thank goodness we're evolving and learning more about it and um, taking care of ourselves more you know, whatever that looks like for each individual. So, um, you know, we're, we just have to uh, come from a place, I don't know about you, but I have definitely come from a place more of grace, you know, after COVID than I have ever in, in my 47 years of being on this earth. And just really coming from a place, you know, everybody's just trying their best, honestly. That's very true. Should we ask all of our guests on the Own It podcast, you know, what is your superpower and, and how do you own it? How do you lean into it? Mm -hmm. My superpower is definitely being able to um, read the energy of a room. 
which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, but how I lean into it is that I adapt, adapt to what that type of energy is. You know, if it's low, I want to, you know, have a higher uh, vibration. And so, you know, I'll always try to make people feel comfortable in, in my energy and in my place. Um, so, yeah, I would say that's definitely my superpower is um, reading, reading, the, reading the room, reading the energy of the room, um, but humor also. My goodness, I love a good laugh. I love, love, love to laugh. <laughs> that's the best beauty. That's the best beauty treatment, too. It is. It is. And I'm just going to put this out here because my you know, family and friends know I, I'm one of those people that laugh sometimes when it's inappropriate. When people fall, I'm not always good about not laughing. And I love to scare people. So I do like a weekly scare at the salon. I hide in places at the salon and scare my employees and video it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Please share that at some point. It's absolutely hilarious. And we have young ambassadors, so like seven to eight um, year old girls and boys. And uh, Tate is one of the gals that um, we have as our young Trixie's ambassador. And that is why she wanted to become an ambassador is because she wanted to be able to learn how to scare people. <laughs> you know, whatever it takes, my friend, whatever it takes to get that good team together. Exactly, exactly. And I thought, you know what, that's what makes her happy. And she wants to come to the salon and hang out with us. I am all for it. I am all for I it. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Trisha Rivas, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. And thanks for all that you do, not only to help us feel better about how we look on the outside, but uh, how you help us feel better on the inside through dream catchers. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for having me on. And thank you for everything that you're doing too, for, for women and for our community and for leadership. It honestly, it means a lot to us. Thank you, my friend. Fall conferences are just around the corner. Don't miss out on Captain Sandy Yon, lead of the hit Bravo series Below Deck Mediterranean at the Womenly Change Conference Des Moines on October 18th through 19th. Tickets on sale now at wlcglobal.org. Quad Cities friends, join us at the WLC Conference Quad Cities on November 14th. Register today at wlcglobal.org. Follow Womenly Change on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it so much. More information and tickets can be found at wlcglobal.org.